Hello and welcome to the Confusion to Clarity podcast. This podcast is for anybody who needs that reminder that they really are capable of achieving amazing things. Each week, we will be diving deep into all things mindset, manifestation, and spirituality. Hosted by me, Natalie, a clinical hypnotherapist, psychotherapist, coach, mum, and lover of all things mindset and manifestation. When listening, I want to give you a break from reality. I'm going to share with you the tools and techniques that you need to make your goals reality so you can stop playing small. Hello and welcome back. I hope you've all had a good week. My week has been the usual work mum juggle, which I say every week, Um, but sadly no more exciting detective stories to share. Um, So on that front, it's been a pretty boring week. Um, My daughter Darcy had her braces fitted this week and she's been so uncomfortable. It's been really horrible to see. Um, She's also really struggled at night to sleep. Um, So like two nights where she was up and down all night feeling really uncomfortable in a lot of pain. And honestly, I don't know how I used to get through those newborn days with the lack of sleep. Um, maybe it was because I was younger. Um, but this week, the broken sleep has honestly thrown me so badly. I've struggled and have really failed to stay motivated and get all the things done that I need to do. And I'm actually recording this on Sunday, Mother's Day. Normally, I try and record this in the week. But as I just mentioned, my whole week was thrown this week with just juggling all the mum commitments and work and tiredness. So I've ended up doing it today. Um, but I hope those of you listening um, who celebrate Mother's Day have had a wonderful day. I know for a lot of people, me included, it can be a really tricky day with real mixed emotions. So obviously if you do find today harder, I hope that you've been able to get through it as best that you can and, that, and my thoughts are with you. Um, because, yeah, like I said, it can be a really mixed, mixed day. So moving on to this week's podcast topic and it was actually inspired by a conversation with my children in the car on the way to school. So we were talking about getting things wrong um, but how in fact it's an opportunity to learn and it doesn't have to mean it's a bad thing. Now I'd like to say this stemmed from a really deep and meaningful conversation that we were having um, but it didn't. It actually was a result of me telling the girls off for picking on Blake. Um, So we have quite a long drive to school. So I use that time to um, get Blake to practice his reading to me um, and also to do his spellings. And on this occasion, he was doing his spellings and he got a word mixed up and he spelt it wrong. And the girls are sort of like huffing at him like, oh, you know, it's an easy word. You should have got that right. You know, being the supportive sisters that they are. Generally, they are very good. Um, But yeah, this morning they were bickering. So um, obviously I reminded them that, you know, mistakes are just something that happens. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. But it got me thinking about this week's podcast episode and thinking about failure and also how that feeds into other areas of our life. So I put together four things that you need to hear right now. So number one is linked above. As I said, it's okay to fail. It's okay to get things wrong. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It doesn't have to define you or your future. And we can often find that we learn more from the things that don't go to plan, um, more so than the things that do. But what is really important is to honor our emotions that are coming up to sit with them. Emotions are our body's guidance system. They're highlighting what we should be doing more of and what we need to stop doing. So if we push them down and suppress them, what we often find is that they come out in other ways. 
It could be in the form of anger, it could be feeling stressed or anxious. It can even come out in physical ailments too. So if you are feeling as if you know you have failed at something or you're feeling you know those failure feelings, then talking to somebody is always a good option. Um, but obviously pick the right person. Obviously you don't want to pick somebody who's going to be over-opinionated, um, you know, somebody you trust that's going to allow you that safe space to air your views, air your concerns and help you find a way to reframe them. I always find when I'm feeling like this, maybe something's not gone to plan or, you know, I'm just kind of feeling those failure feelings, which we all do from time to time. I find that journaling is the most effective thing. So with journaling, you know, writing down all those thoughts that are in your head, just letting your pen flow onto the paper. And I don't really pay much attention to if it's making sense. Um, I just try and like just write and get it all out. So you might find that you write in complete sentences and paragraphs, or it could just be keywords and phrases. Um, Focus on the emotions that you're feeling. And when I'm doing this, I just keep going until I literally cannot write anymore. Sometimes then I read back over what I've written. Other times I might just use it as a kind of brain dump exercise where I write everything out and use it just to process and clear my head to get rid of that kind of noise, um, that, you know, incessant chatter. So you can then like start to refocus again. Okay, how do I want to be? How do I want to feel? It is vital to be kind to yourself. We can be so self-critical and so hard on ourselves, but it's okay to make a mistake. It's not the end of the world. But the words we say to ourselves, be that out loud or within our head, really hold power and really influence us. I always ask my clients, you know, would you speak to somebody else the way that you're speaking to yourself? And the chances are it's always going to be a resounding no. So it's so important to learn to be kinder to ourselves and to really be our own biggest cheerleaders. Also take time to reflect upon the situation positively. So it can be really easy to kind of highlight what's gone wrong, you know, oh my gosh, we failed at that, it didn't go how we wanted it to do. But were there elements that went well? You know, were there things that actually did go well, maybe despite the outcome not being exactly how you wanted? What parts are you grateful for in that situation? Because when you're highlighting what went well, what you're grateful for, it is honestly one of the most powerful ways to turn around a negative situation. So number two is to say yes and to create more fun. So recently I watched the film Yes Day With My Children and it's actually a really good film. But for anybody who hasn't seen it, it's about a family of five and the parents are fed up with them saying constantly no to to things um, and to not having enough fun. So they decide for 24 hours they're going to say yes to anything that their children decide or want to do. Now I'm not saying you have to have a full on yes day with your kids um, but sometimes we say no when really we want to say yes or we say no because maybe the thing that's been kind of put out to us feels unfamiliar so it's just easy and it's habitual to say no because our brains like familiarity and they will actively dissuade us from making changes and doing things out of the ordinary. So if you thought about, I don't know, taking up a new hobby, then Google where the classes are now that you can do to take up that hobby. You know, if you've been wanting to ask somebody out on a date, pick up the phone or call or text them. If you wanted to visit somewhere, create a plan, you know, to make it happen. 
I actually worked at Virgin Atlantic for 15 years um, and it was really an amazing company to work for. Now I was lucky enough on a number of occasions to actually meet Richard Branson and one of his quotes always sticks out in my mind and that is, fun is one of the most important and underrated ingredients in any successful venture. If you're not having fun then it's probably time to call it quits and try something else. So whilst this quote might be aimed at business, we can apply the same principles to other areas too. So I want you to ask yourself these questions. So you can just think about them or you can write them down. When was the last time you had fun? When were you lost in the moment and time just passed in the blur because you were enjoying yourself so much? When was the last time you laughed and you laughed so much that your sides began to hurt? If you were happier right now, how would that look? What would you be doing? So as I said, you can either just ask yourself these questions or you can take out your journal and sit and think about them and write your answers down. Now this is a bit of a side note here and slightly off topic, but this is a really useful technique and it just popped into my head so I wanted to share it here. But if you're stuck perhaps, I don't know, maybe the questions above or there's another element in your life you're stuck with maybe like a goal and you don't know where to start take out your journal or a piece of paper grab a pen and sit for a few moments and just think about the question that you want to answer you're then going to close your eyes and just focus on your breathing for a few moments to just kind of calm yourself down and just center yourself you're then going to put your pen to the paper and just watch what happens Now, I always find when I do this, I just start to write and I don't allow my conscious mind to kind of intervene and sort of think, oh, you know, what am I writing? Does it make sense? Just let the pen flow. And you might sometimes find you write a lot. Um, Other times it might just be a couple of sentences. But when you finish, just stop and read back what you've written. And I'm always fascinated when I do this um, because what I've written always makes complete sense and often provides clarity to the question that I was thinking about. So if you try this, come back and let me know what you wrote and how you found it. But going back to the questions, I actually asked myself those questions when I was planning this episode. And it was really interesting to kind of see my answers. we can get so caught up in our day-to-day life that we actually don't stop, we don't take time to enjoy it, we're living day to day and we then find that we're just existing, we're not living and I really feel that that way of being speeds up time, you know, I'm always saying, oh my gosh, it's gone so quick, how is it, you know, the middle of March and I do believe it's because we are just existing, we're going through the motions day to day, we're not stopping and, you know, cultivating those moments of joy and happiness and those you know, positive experiences into our life. So saying yes and cultivating more fun into our life also allows us to step out of our comfort zone. So while stepping out of your comfort zone can be a daunting prospect, the more we do it, the more we begin to develop our growth mindset. And as we build upon our growth mindset, the more we begin to see appear in our life, the more positive situations, the more synchronicities, the more, you know, um, opportunities that start to come our way. And we all would have seen this in action in some way, shape or form. And I always think about it like this. Um, You've thought of a person, they've popped into your head, you start thinking about them. Maybe you're thinking, gosh, I haven't seen so-and-so for ages. I wonder what they're doing. Um, Or maybe you think about a memory you have with them. And then sure enough, the next day or, you know, very soon after that thought, you receive a text from them or you bump into them. And our minds are amazing. So 
I challenge you now, try this. Think of someone or something you'd like to see. Take a few minutes, hold the image, think about it positively, how you want to be, how you want to feel, and then just let it go and just see what happens. And again, come back and tell me if what you were thinking about came to fruition or what what you noticed when you did that. The next one is you are better than you think. You are better than you think in so many ways than what you are giving yourself credit for, whether that be physically, emotionally, mentally, we are all so hard on ourselves. We really can be our own worst critic. But how often do you stop and tell yourself what you are proud of about yourself or what you have achieved? When was the last time you gave yourself credit for everything that you are doing and doing well? We find it so much easier to list off the negatives. We find it easy to kind of reel off the things that we feel we should have done. But in hindsight, when we look at these things, often we're catastrophizing. They aren't as bad as we're portraying them to be in our minds. And again, I say this every episode, but our minds do not know the difference between imagination and reality. So if we're thinking about kind of negative places, situations, then our body is going to respond as if those awful events are happening right here, right now. The more we replay in our mind those events, the worse we feel physically. And we've all experienced this, you know, we've all been in a situation where somebody's frustrated us, you know, the event has passed, we know that it's not happening right here, right now, that person isn't in front of us, but it doesn't matter. As soon as we start to think about that person or that event, we can physically feel the anger, all those negative emotions rising up right now, Um, like I said, even though we know that it's not actually happening. So it is so vital that we start to think about how we want to be, how we want to feel. And I work with lots of clients who feel this way, Um, you know, it's not uncommon but I always get them to write down or say out loud all the things that they are proud of, all their achievements, big, small, it doesn't matter. And I get them to think back as kind of far into the past as they can to really build up this like dossier in their mind of all these things that are positive, that they have done well, their achievements. And then I get them to really sit with those memories, those positive feelings and emotions and feel them. Because as I mentioned above, your mind not knowing the difference between imagination and reality and how it can work negatively, you know, by producing your stress hormones and, you know, not feeling good. The same happens when we think about how we want to be and feel. So when we're thinking about positive memories, when we're thinking about things we've achieved, our body begins to produce all of our feel-good hormones. So even though that kind of positive episode memory isn't happening right now, our body's producing all our feel-good hormones so we feel as good as we did when it was actually happening. And the final point is to stop dimming your light. Hands up who listens to everything somebody else says and ignores their inner guidance. Of course, when we're making decisions, it's always good to hear a balanced view from somebody else. But what we can find is that we place all our value, all our kind of sort of trust into the hands of somebody else. And we never allow our true, authentic side, you know, what we really want to do come out. And it could stem from being, you know, feeling you know worried about failure like the point the first point that I made today um you know maybe we're scared of failing or getting something wrong so by listening to everybody else then we kind of tell ourselves oh yeah you know we listen to them we use it to reassure ourselves convince ourselves that it's a bad idea that we shouldn't do it and then we don't the other thing to bear in mind when we are making changes when we're working towards goals and you know working towards our ambitions it can trigger other people 
People can be very quick to project out their fears and insecurities, maybe because of what we've said or what we propose to do is triggering them. It's highlighting something within them that they are projecting out onto us. So this is why it is so important to get really clear on your goal, your vision, how you want to be and how you want to feel. So this way you can hear the words of others, but you can then confidently choose to either listen to it or you know, notice it's their limiting beliefs talking and you can choose not to take it on board as your own. And also if we're planning to do something that nobody else has done around us or that we haven't done before, then our subconscious mind is going to kick in. It's going to try and get us, you know, to stay small, stay in that familiar place, dim our light. Because if we don't have memories of doing something before, I don't know, let's just say you wanted to start a business opening a bakery and you've never done it before, your mind therefore has nothing to compare back to of how you did it before. If there is nothing to compare back to, then your mind is going to assume that it's dangerous, it's going to be put on red alert, and it's going to intervene and do what it needs to do to get you out of that situation and back to that place of familiarity. Now, one of our basic human needs is to feel safe. If we go back to prehistoric times when there was danger all around, it was safer for us to be in a tribe. So stepping out of that tribe could have literally sparked the end for us. So although intellectually nowadays we know that this isn't the case, it's not unsafe to do something new, if our subconscious mind believes that it is, then it's going to intervene, it's going to keep us safe, and that's when we start to maybe notice that we doubt our choices, maybe kind of examples pop into our head of maybe things that went wrong before or didn't go according to plan, or we hear other people talking to us and you know telling us about you know, their bad experiences or the person they heard about who started a bakery and it absolutely folded after a month. It was a complete disaster. And then we talk ourselves out of it. Perhaps it could also be down to our own limiting beliefs of the past. You know, our mind is referring back to previous events. So how do we combat this? First and foremost, it is important to get super clear and focused on our goal, our why. Why do we want to do this? What is our end vision? How do we want to feel? Because our why becomes our driving force. It helps us to stop dimming our light and playing small. And it also gives us the motivation to keep going and navigate the bumps along the way. So a few episodes ago, I did um, a um, whole podcast on self-love and manifestation. And on that podcast, I actually created a self-love and manifestation subliminal. So if this episode is resonating with you and maybe there are limiting beliefs or you're starting to doubt yourself, this um, subliminal is so useful to listen to. So with subliminals, you don't hear the words that are being said, you'll just hear the background music. But why they are so powerful is it bypasses that kind of critical thinking part of your mind. So if you are saying affirmations to yourself, for example, like, I don't know, I am so beautiful or um, I can absolutely do this, I'm so confident... If we're saying them out loud and maybe there are limiting beliefs, we can find it then really easy to question ourselves like, no, that's not true because of this or no, it's not true because of that. And we talk ourselves out of it. With subliminals, it's going straight into your subconscious mind. So you're not having the opportunity to question it. So they really are incredibly powerful. I use them myself all the time. Because you can't hear the spoken word, they're really useful um, if you're at home working. You can just like play them on the in the background you can fall asleep listening to them um and i just literally let them play on a loop in the background and like i said they are really really effective 
So I'll link that particular episode of the podcast below so you don't have to scroll back through them. You can just click the link and listen to the subliminal. And if you enjoy subliminals, I do have one for what is called Lucky Girl Syndrome. I did a whole podcast um, on that as well. And I'm sure if you have social media, you've definitely heard about that that term recently. It's been very well talked about. And it's working with the law of assumption. So just assuming that what you want is here. Um, it's very positive. So again, that subliminal would really link into this week's topic. So if you are, again, like I said, working towards goals, but are maybe doubting yourself, that also would be a really good subliminal to listen to. And I'll link that one below for you as well. Also below, I will link all my contact details. So if you have any questions from today's episode, anything you want to ask, or you want to find out a bit more about working with me, all my details are below my social media links as well. So please feel free to get in touch. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with somebody else who you feel may enjoy it too. If you haven't already, please could ask you to leave a review. Um, it really, really helps me get the podcast out to even more people. So I just wanted to say thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you found it useful. Um, and I hope you all have a wonderful week and I will speak to you again next time.